are now listening to the NYYST Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 218 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! And SGR. What up? What's up, fellas? I got a lot of requests last week not to drop the R to keep doing it like that. Oh, so yeah? we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna roll with that R. Do you know Christian? Do you know Christian gets away with doing shit on the show? He just says he gets a lot of requests to do it. And then he <laughs> yeah, just keeps doing it. About that. Just in case we were questioning it or didn't like something that he did, he tells us he gets requests for it. I'm sorry. I'm the most popularist guy in the group. Most popularist? What are you, also in fucking eighth grade? Good. I'm glad that you yeah, didn't pick up that? on that. <laughs> let's just... Let's for whatever, cut. For whatever we, reason, my phone has decided that I need to hear the song My Band from D12 like I love that eight fucking times song. this week. Then you would have picked up on that reference, but you didn't. So you don't. So you're a liar. You just lie to everybody. I fucking Thank love you. that song. Apple and Eminem well, you, actually have a uh, partnership, and they're uh, trying to make sure he doesn't get canceled. So they're uh-huh. actually just slipping in Eminem songs, just randomly playing on on people's iPhones over the last couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Is that why when I hit shuffle, it just it's just all it's Eminem, like, right? Yeah, it's like no, 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 and you just finally give up and let it play Eminem. Correct. Okay, let's cut right to it because you're in a you're in a foul. This is what my mom used to say to me. I used to hate it. You're in a foul mood tonight. You are. You know in who's a- in a foul? You know who's in a foul mood tonight? Who? Your mom. Do you know when you get that close to my mom or Ryan's mom? That's my mom. No, just your mom, not Ryan's oh, mom. Okay, never mind. Um, you know when you get too close to the microphone, it's not only annoying, but it just sounds awful. No, I got a lot of requests that people <laughs> want me to do it more this week. But what we're going to request uh, for you to do is to head to iTunes, since they have a partnership with Eminem, after we mentioned them on the show last week. Coincidence? Mm, mm. Funny. And go to iTunes and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Head to YouTube, subscribe to the show there, leave us a thumbs up also. That's what they do there, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. And we uh, we were contacted by uh, by Amazon Music, which if you haven't signed up for yet, don't sign up right now. We'll be dropping some links. If you want to support us, you get a three-day free trial Um before you have to put any money towards it, just to check it out, but it helps us out. So I'll be posting some links on the main account at, at MYY Sports Talk on Twitter. We'll be dropping links here all over the place. And, uh, and yeah, well, you can find us on there, too. You can find us everywhere. You know what my favorite part of the show is? The end. Usually, but when Ryan and I can talk about something and you have no interest in it, <laughs> oh, so we can trigger you. What wanderlust? First of all, <laughs> worst fucking a, name of a show. What a moron! First of all, that's it, the Paul Rudd movie. Yeah, wanderlust. First, that's of all, how awful knew, the name is. Wan. First of all, if you knew anything, Wandavision, you you'd appreciate how on how many levels the name Wandavision works for that show. Okay, can I just say one yeah, thing? Yeah, you would What's like it the, too, Chris. You were a big Bewitched guy. It's oh, like I was. Bewitched I used to have a huge crush on uh, Elizabeth yeah. Montgomery. What um? Mm, wow, you what's the? 
Yeah, I trust me. I know more than her name. Uh, <laughs> what's the uh, What's the scene Paul Rudd had in Wonderlust in the in the uh, mirror? In the mirror. Yeah, what was he saying, uh, man? It was so funny. Slap the bit. No, that's no. That no, was from I love you, no, man. Rom- I love you, man. I'll figure it out. I like it a lot. He was doing something like, I can't oh, fuck. we're going to fuck. Oh, yeah. Fuck. He's like, you want to fuck this? Yeah. <laughs> something. It was great. Something like that. Wow, way to that. lose viewers, guys, talking about some dumb. No, because everyone right now listening who's seen the movie is screaming at the radio. Screaming at the radio. Right. Should I trigger everybody that said WandaVision is the greatest show ever? Uh, is yeah, it that I mean, bad? It, no. No, it's good. It's it's entertaining. It's only like um, a half hour episodes. Yeah, I mean, minutes. it goes by quick. So I'm already I'm started season uh season episode seven right before we started. So I'll probably finish tomorrow. I don't know if I'm gonna have the energy to put down the next three two and a half episodes. It's interesting, and I don't get everybody swallowing it, but it's interesting. I've seen worse. I've seen better. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. I'm okay. more looking forward to Falcon and a Winter Soldier this week and uh, the Justice League. Those are more up my alley. But it's it's been interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I enjoyed it. What are you going to do? I, I do say, I will say this, though, that I am enjoying the different takes on the different sitcoms. Like in episode seven, she's kind of doing the modern family thing. And right. uh, they played homage. No, it's a to cool sister- twist on everything. <laughs> and they played homage to her sisters with the whole full house opening in one of the episodes. Right, 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 right. So it's been cool. Just not everybody's like it's the best show ever. You got oh, you watched it? Yeah, it's it's not. It's not. Let's relax here. Like I know everybody wants to just everything that Disney Plus puts out is like the best thing ever. Like I'm sure if I was a Star Wars fan and watched that Mandalorian horse, except shit. for Dumbo, Peter Pan, and what was the other one? No, you can watch them. You can't watch them if you have the account. Um, no, I know. Registered it's, just to a not child. Good. it's not good for kids. Um, he goes, I'm going to put my dick in. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. I'm going to put my dick in. <laughs> Great scene. If you, haven't, if you haven't watched a movie, don't watch the entire movie. Just go to the mirror scene. Risky Google search. All right, so Very risky. I just pulled it up. <clears throat> so uh, as we're going to open nice the show fast. here, as, as we're going to open up the show here, you gotta get in character. You gotta go like this. Why? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I Evan. know what you're doing. All right. <laughs> um, earlier this week, I'm not, I don't mean to make fun of it. It's just yeah, nah, that's what I do. You do. Uh, earlier this earlier this week, uh, we passed really what was the one year mark of when COVID kind of uh, turned the world upside down. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Actually, Chris's son's birthday is the one year anniversary. Kind of. of, of his birthday party. When, no. Isn't he born on... Uh, do you want me to say when his birthday yeah, is? Yeah, March 4th. Well, what the fuck's that going to do? All right. I don't know. Maybe people can hack his social security. Ooh, he's they know four? His- I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was no. like... His right after March his birthday was the party. first confirmed uh, really? case in New Jersey. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yes. March 4th was the first confirmed case in the state that we live in New Jersey. And then about a week later is when everything kind of hit the fan. I think it was March 11th uh, is when the NBA shut down. And uh, I believe President Trump was on TV that night. Right. That was the same night he gave the speech. And then I believe it was so. Kind of what? Yeah, it's been a weird. 
it's been a really weird year and I figured we could just take a few minutes and kind of reflect on it uh, before we get into all the baseball stuff. Uh, we'll just so if you want to skip ahead about 10 minutes, that's fine. You know, we're going to talk about the injury to Zach Britton, uh, Diet Rich and uh, Jay Bruce actually saw some time at first base this week. Uh, we'll read some some uh, comments from the fans on who they think will take up bench spots. And then uh, we're going to do our fantasy baseball movie draft at the end of the show. So mm. that's what you have to look forward to. But, you know, like we said, sometimes we take we talk real world and sometimes we don't. And uh, since this is kind of something that affected everybody, just should, we should just take five or ten minutes just kind of reflect on it. Uh, if you are listening to this and you lost a loved one due to COVID, we do extend our deepest condolences to you. Please don't think that we're making light of the situation with the mask wearing. It was just a funny thing that we were doing. You know, you always have, I feel like you always, I always have to say that now or else people get offended, which kind of sucks, but yeah, that's just, just the world we live in. Um, I actually remember the night. I don't, I don't bet much, but when I start to bet like on sports, I usually will win a couple bets early on. So then I go on like this tangent of thinking I'm going to keep winning. And I remember I was on such a hot streak and I had a three leg parlay uh, the night the NBA shut down. And who was the late game? Was it the Clippers? It was the yeah, Clippers jazz or something. Like and the I, Kings. I, I, had, I mean, yeah, uh, that I was the Kings. Was it was the Kings. It. it was the Kings. And I had, I just needed one, that last leg to hit, and I would have won a lot of money. And I'm like, how is a fucking, how is a NBA game delayed? It was delayed for a couple hours. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Is it, was there, I thought maybe like the, the lights went out, maybe bad thunderstorm. And that's kind of when shit got real. Like when, when that, when that happened, shit got real. And that's when it was like, wow, businesses are going to start shutting down right now. Like if sports are shutting down, businesses are going to start shutting down. And that was it. That was it. Yeah, that, that was like the marker. It's it's been uh, it's been a long journey, and uh, it's I'm kind of I'm not kind of I am glad that we're kind of on the other side of this now. The Yankees and Mets, I heard, um, are hoping that they can get up to thirty percent capacity for their opening days, and yeah. who knows if it, it'll stay there. Uh, I mean, at this point, really, we should be able to do thirty percent, but. I remember because I was de- I was deemed essential from the beginning, right? Which so, is a fucking blatant lie right off the bat. Right. Okay. So I haven't really missed a beat in any of this. So I've been out doing every, you know, my life really hasn't changed much in that regard. Uh, and I just remember that day after being out on the road and I equated it to like this. You, you ever go out? on like Christmas day or Thanksgiving day when Pick everybody up like a gallon all, of milk, when everybody is already where they're supposed to be yeah. and the world just feels empty on the roads. That's what it felt like. I equated it, it was, to the walking dead of like when they're just, no one's around them before they encounter the dead people. So uh, it was that eerie feeling. Yeah. And I wanted, I, I was, I wanted to reach out to a bunch of different people too, and I never got around to it. But uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you want to DM me at Christian underscore NYYST, or uh, and you had a kid during this pandemic, especially during the early parts, just like, man, that was that was that was like uh, that was something else. 
especially if it's your first one. You didn't even know if you could be in the hospital at the time, remember, until until Murphy. That was the only good thing Murphy did was make sure that you could be there. So it was if that was a really bizarre because you're like it's like you know down the hallway like people are dying or really sick from this disease that you don't know anything about because my daughter was born in May so like really think about how what we were like in May at that time what we knew what we didn't know you know the fear that was going on so um we're on the other side of this thing I like to believe that we are and uh, you know and did you raise your hand to say something Yeah when you're done. So I like, so like I said, I like to believe that we're on the, uh, on the other side of this thing. You know, we kind of, you know, luckily Chris, I mean, Chris got sick, you know, but he's, he got through it. Okay. I think, I mean, yeah, it's hard to tell how stupid you really are or what I have a little COVID brain still, but it's mostly just the brain I was born with. So it's not too bad, but I just have to say, you keep saying you hope we're on the other side of this thing. We are on the other side of this thing. We're on the far, far other side of this thing. I mean... The far right side of it? Listen, guys. I know politics get in the way of everything. But just take two seconds and stop listening to... Stop watching the mainstream media and just do yourself a favor and go on the CDC's website. Go on and, and read the studies coming out. Read the articles from the doctors at... um at John Hopkins coming out and talking about the vaccine right now. The vaccine is way more effective than they thought. And I'm not saying the 95% of the vaccine being effective. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the transmission of the, you know, transmission rate after you've been vaccinated, the, the chances of you getting the virus. See at first when, when these vaccines come out, you got to understand something. They got to play it safe. Not enough people had the vaccine yet to know if they can transmit it, if they can carry it, if they can still get the virus, they have enough data now that is proving, which is why the CDC is coming out and saying, if you're, you can be in groups of people with other vaccinated people. Now, of course it's got to get political. So they got to keep it at, uh, you know, small groups of people, but even CNN and, and if CNN's coming out and saying this, you know, it's true because for them to go against a mainstream, you know, authority like the CDC right now um, doesn't normally happen. But they even came out and said, like, the CDC's guidelines are so ridiculous right now because they're contradicting themselves. No, everyone that's getting vaccinated, this is we are way on the other side of this thing. Like, way, way on the other side, people are going to continue to get vaccinated, and we should be back to normal pretty soon. And I'd say midway through the season, we should be back to 100% capacity in the stadium. There's no reason why we shouldn't be. No, they won't. I don't think so. Not this year. No, nah, I think you're wrong, man. Too much is coming out, and, and the cases are dropping too much. And this vaccine is too effective and too many people are getting it for them not for them to justify us not being able to all go into the stadium. I'm just yeah, I, there's I, just there's a lot of moving parts, though, with that, like because my school that the school that I work for, they were thinking about uh, reopening to a full school year this year uh, within the next like two months. But there's so many moving parts because then you'd have to hire a bunch of extra staff members. You'd have to clean. You'd have to, you know, 
take care of all the sanitary issues. Yeah, so yeah. It, it would be a lot more than just, okay, the, the virus looks like we're past it. Yeah, There's true. a whole nother step to it. So I, I would love that, but I could see at least 50% capacity by half. Right. I think if, if we are at 50% capacity at any point during the season, I'll consider that a victory, especially with what's going on with in New York. Uh, and they're requiring you to COVID test before you can even go. So... Yeah, I don't know I if mean, you guys have been watching the spring training games though, but even having like a small handful of fans there is such so much better than last year already. Right? Yeah, Just yeah. Having a few and fans listen, there. Uh-huh. I'll I'll say this in more detail when we're off the air, but talk to me before you go to a game. I got you. Okay, don't worry about anything else. Just talk to me before you plan to go to a game. Oh, here we go. Okay. COVID, Chris, you got the hookup. COVID Chris, he has the hookup. That's one of the perks of getting COVID. You get hookups in the COVID world. Mm -hmm. So I got the hookup for you, all right? So just to where we were this this week last year to where we are now, uh, it's it's almost a completely different world. It is good to see that some businesses – it might be a little bit – a little too late for some people, which sucks, but – you know, businesses are starting to reopen. There's a lot of restrictions being lifted. And like we said, we don't want to get political here and we're not gonna. So, I mean, if you're required to wear a mask when you go in, into a store, just wear the fucking thing. I mean, it's been a year. What's the what's the harm? You, you got to go to shop, right? It's not going to kill you to wear the goddamn thing for an hour. I'm setting you know, a cutoff. I'm mask telling restriction. You right now. OK, good. You do that. And then uh, I'll have you removed just for being an asshole. Setting a cutoff. Okay. Setting a cutoff. Okay. Well, you know, these are private businesses. They can do whatever they want. They don't have to serve you if you don't want to abide by the rules. That's cool. Mm. So. All right. Mm. I just don't see what the big deal is. If they ask you to do it, what's the big deal? The big deal? No, there's no big deal. I've been doing it for over a year. Right. I don't have a problem with it. Like, I don't want to do it, but if that's what it, if that's. But what they want us to do but also like don't be an idiot. saying that you have to wear uh also don't be an idiot i mean also use your brain capacity because that's what we don't do enough of we rely on other people to to use their brains for us use your brain look into the actual stats if you really care about everything look into where the cases are and you have to set a you have to set a cutoff date man i'm not wearing another i'm not wearing a mask for another year i'm telling you right now i'm not doing it that's fine I, if this goes on another three months, I have to wear a mask. After three months, I'm done. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you that it probably encumbers me way more than it does for you. So if I don't have a problem with it, I don't see why you should have a problem with it. It's just I don't know if you want to be one of these people where it tramples on your freedom. No, That's I just fine. said I did it for a year. No problem. Didn't open my mouth once. Didn't complain so, about it once. So if this I think is how we're going to continue to step forward and you have to go to shop, right? What's the big deal? But if they lift the mass restrictions, and this is what your problem is, is that you always want to go down one road without hearing the full comment. Mm-hmm. And if they lift the mass restrictions and somebody doesn't want to wear one, that's their, that's fine. Then you shouldn't be one of these people to mask shame people. No. Just and like if you want to wear one, you absolutely should. And it goes both ways. Just like when we saw a couple weeks ago when they at a at the Yankee game in, in uh, Tampa and somebody that works for ESPN was mass shaming people for not wearing a mask when they're outside and socially distant. That's not cool either. Yeah. Yeah. And then she won some like award 
or something. So for being a snitch. Yeah, snitch, snitch of the year. I mean, like that was like don't don't be one of those people either. If you don't have to you just got to do what you got to do. We're we're heading in the right direction. I mean, there's really, and the, what sucks is that a lot of it's out of our control. But right now, it seems that it, things are under control. We just got to continue to be smart about everything. Because I know Chris is going to say, "Well, only zero 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 point nine zero 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 people percent die." It's not even about that. I'm sure if you could have avoided getting sick and being as miserable as you were, you know, that wasn't a fun experience for you. Disagree. I'm glad oh, I got that was it. I think no. I think more people our age should have gotten it. I think we should have lived our lives. Right. I won't go down this fucking hole, but you just brought it up. I I got it. I fought it. And I think if more people were living their lives and getting it like our age and, and mm-hmm. the people high at risk were were quarantined and being extremely cautious and then waiting for that vaccine, we could have been a little more normal of its past year. But overall I think we all did a good job. I really do. Well, you know what? Even if it is the flu, do you go out of your way to try to get the flu or you try to avoid getting sick? No, no, I'm not. I'm well, not. The, I'm not point, saying though. that. I'm, I'm so, just saying I don't. I don't sit here like I wish I didn't not, get it. No, it's not like I'm not even talking about the mortality rate of it. It's just if you can avoid if it's something going around, like even when before COVID and, you know, the flu was going around. Would you go hang out with people that had the flu? No, no, because you don't want to get sick. But no one was hanging. No one was like, oh, dude, you have COVID coming over, hanging out. No uh, yeah, one did were- that. Literally yes. no one. Go look it up. Colleges were throwing COVID parties. Oh, when they had COVID? Yes. Oh, these are the people that will be running the country in a few years. See. Yeah, that's great. That's right. fucking great. You never heard. You didn't hear this story that college football teams were having COVID parties, no. so they could they could spread COVID through the team before the season started. No, that's. F- I mean, that's look. not false. That's true. No, no, no. I didn't say it was false. That's I said it's SEC, fucking stupid. Right? Yeah, look, yeah, that's dumb. Was. I mean, that's dumb. Like you were saying, you don't go out of your way. <laughs> you don't go out of your way to be with people who have it. But like, I get the theory behind it, but at the same time. That's stupid because but there's, there's a lot. There's a risk to you, anyone. I'm not you saying would have there is to be, you, you would have to admit there's still a lot of unpredictability about it is that it affects everybody differently. Sure. But there's really not yeah. unpredictability anymore about like the amount of people getting it and the, how yeah, well you the vaccine is working. Know, you might not even know that you have an underlying condition. I'm, I, first of all, I do. I mean, I definitely do. Anyone who's overweight, and if you go on BM, you could be like, you could think you're the skinniest person in the world. You go to check your BMI, and it says you're obese. It doesn't matter, it right? Doesn't so matter. immediately, I, I, yes, I am at risk, of course. But even being at risk <laughs> at that point, I still beat it. Right, but you don't know that you could be the one in the million. So sure. why would you? Why would you take the chance? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. I agree with you. <laughs> Can we talk Yankees now, please? Yeah, because this is actually no. Actually in ties in right. all seriousness, though, let me just say, if you did lose anyone, and we lost—I mean, I lost people. I I knew people that that died from it. I don't know the exact cause of death, but I know if they didn't get COVID, it, it would probably wouldn't have uh, you know ignited whatever their health issue was to the point of death. But uh, deepest condolences to anyone, of course, who lost anyone. Yeah, um, or, I, had family, I had a family member just found out that she died from it, but she was 90, so... I mean, not that... Not, 
Rest in peace. She, she, it was a that tragedy was a that she died. It was a tragedy that she died, but I she was 90, she was 90 and her life was over anyway. Rest in peace. My father hadn't talked to her in like fucking 25 years. So, I mean, I just found out about it today. So, well, I mean, we send our condolences to you. It's okay. It's so you don't have to. You don't even know her name, but we're sorry. Okay. I do know her name. We don't have to go down this road either. Oh, Jesus. So, but, you know, best wishes to everybody that's been afflicted by this. And, you know, like we said, let's just get, let's just continue to be smart. Let's get through it. Let's get over it. And let's get our asses back into, uh, you know, let's get our asses back in the Yankee Stadium. Let's hope, let's hope that number bumps up from 10%. Yankees and Mets are hoping for 30%. Let's hope it's at 50. If it's at 50, man, I know it's, it's going to still suck, but would you rather have 20,000 people in the stadium or 5,000 people in the we stadium? We need to focus over the next like handful of months to go from COVID to are the Yankees really going to win a world series this year? Like that needs to be the main focus and that's the goal. Yeah. Like, you know, and teams just got, teams just got to continue to be smart about it. Like Jose Ramirez of the Indians, not smart about it. You know, they, Look, I get it, man. These guys are making, and women in professional sports are making a, a lot of sacrifices for us, for our entertainment, and also because they're making tons of money. But, all you know, you have to look at it like this. These leagues are putting in these protocols in place to keep everybody healthy. So whether or not, you know, it might be, you know, something where one guy has the sniffles from it or like fucking Eduardo Rodriguez who who – you know, the guy couldn't walk after he had COVID, you know, there's varying degrees of what happened to these guys. So, you know, if a team, if you're going to play and the team's going to put these and the leagues are going to put the protocols in place, you, you just got to follow them. Well, you I'll gotta say wonder this. What's going- you got to say this too, as a fan, like we appreciate you guys going out there during all this and, and, and still entertaining us. Yeah. Of course you're getting fucking paid millions. So you better, but thanks for entertaining us. Thanks for, you know, stick, sticking your neck out there and doing it. But at the same time, it's like if you're going to be courageous like that or or claim to be or whatnot, also follow protocol because they're there so that we can continue to be like if you if you're there to because tr- you truly care about entertaining baseball fans, then you're not doing stupid shit because doing stupid shit leads to us not being entertained anymore. How many games got canceled last year? Because guys had to go to bars or strip clubs or whatever throughout all these sports leagues. And then it caused games to shut down and and spreads to happen in clubhouses. You got to wonder what's going on in Cleveland. Why they seem to have a problem with them. I think they're mad. I think they're still, I think they're resentful over there. I don't know. I remember Mike Clevenger and the other guy and then Clevenger ended up getting traded. Right, yeah. and then something happened with Ramirez. I, I just didn't read the whole story. Just that he didn't follow protocols and he had to be quarantined from away from the team. Uh, okay, I didn't know he's quarantining. Because you, we've heard enough stories about well, you know, you take people at their word if you want to. Of people that have said, "I follow everything. I don't go anywhere. I wear my mask, and I still got it." So why, you know, if you're a professional athlete and you're breaking protocols, obviously, you know, you just don't. You just don't care. And I'm I'm glad that as a fan of the Yankees, we haven't heard of anybody doing that yet. That would really, uh, honestly, that would upset me that for a team that has World Series aspirations, that these guys are taking it seriously. Not like, 
All right, yeah, we saw, you know, this is another thing. I and mean, people were all uh, pissy when uh, Garrett Cole and Tanaka took a massless picture at an indoor restaurant. But that was after the season was over. You know, not to say like, oh, season's over. Who cares if these guys get COVID and die? Whatever. But Right. It, it was the off season. But it was the off season. So now you can do whatever you want. Now you have X amount of months to, you know, get your shit together and or do whatever you want. You're not... It, you know, you're not in the thick of this thing now. So, uh, but hey, you know, a Yankee that did get COVID was Zach Britton. And uh, now Zach Britton won't be starting the season on time. And I, I don't think it has anything to do with COVID, but it was just a tie in there that he had. Uh, he had it. He said that it, because of it, it uh, caused him to be behind in his offseason throwing program. And uh, earlier in the week, we found out that Zach Britton, excuse me, uh, had some soreness in the elbow. And because it's all rise all the time, positively, positivity only this year, we were not thinking Tommy John surgery. It's not Tommy John surgery. It's a simple, basic routine cleanup from bone chips. So I know everybody that wants to be like, oh, the Yankees injured. But, hey, you know what? For a guy that's been in the league as long as Zach Britton has. and you know, What kind of turnaround just, time are we looking at? That's just something that happens, right? I mean, it's not like injury-prone Yankees again. It's just any that could have happened to anybody at any time. It's a cleanup. Like Gio Rochella had to get bone chips taken out of his elbow. So, um, what kind of turnaround time? I'm thinking we'll see him around June 1st, somewhere in there. That sounds. He's going to be shut. I mean, he's going to be shut down for about six weeks, and then he's going to have to ramp it up. So, I mean, he's probably going to miss the first two two months of the season. And like we said. We're gonna go. We're gonna do this all rise all the time, positivity only, and we're gonna say, hey, two months, even if it's three months. Do the think about it like this, right? If the Yankees are out of it by the time Zach Britton returns to this team, don't you think there's a lot bigger problems going on than the fact yeah. that Zach Britton wasn't with the team? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, think of it this way: if we if we want to stay all rise all the time here, think of it this way. Zach Britton missing a couple months isn't going, shouldn't at least take the Yankees out of contention of still being a dominant team, making the playoffs. So if anything, we're giving Zach Britton a little, a little rest here, starting a little late so that his arm has a little more gas in the tank come October. Fuck it. They're still going to win games without him. I mean, the first couple months of the season are, of course, they're great. We're excited to have baseball back. We're excited to be watching our team again. But like the first couple months of the season, you're still gelling at that point. Like the team's still waiting to click at that point. So to me, I'm glad it happened now if it was ever going to happen. And the other injury, which uh, is it even anything to concern ourselves about, is that there, uh, Robinson Torino's got hit in the hand. X uh, imaging showed that there's a fracture in the hand or the wrist. I forget. I haven't heard. And then they were going to go for further evaluation. It doesn't sound like he, you know, he's probably lost or whatever now, but not to sound crass about it, but who cares? Like, that's not a big deal that Robinson Torino's is hurt. Isn't he the backup to Kyle Gashioka though? No, he was starting catcher. Kyle Gashioka. Oh, he's the starter. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, so, I like you know, Chirinos, yeah. but... But, dude, when you're reading headlines this week and it's like injuries strike the Yankees again, here we go again, and it's just like, 
Dude, Robinson Torinos is a non-roster invitee. You're going to take him breaking his hand on or breaking his wrist on a hit-by-pitch as some big deal. And uh, that Zach Britton needed to have bone chips removed from his elbow. And really what the COVID did to him uh, is that he didn't find out that he had this issue in, uh, until a little later on because he wasn't throwing. I mean, if he didn't get COVID, maybe we could have found this a few weeks earlier. And yeah. And been back it, and one earlier. thing, what's the dude's name who's in charge of all the... Uh, Eric Cressy. Cressy. Can't blame Cressy here on these two things. You have Chirinos, who, that's a freak injury, just like just like uh, Judge a couple years ago. And uh, and like you said, with Britain, this is a prior injury coming into things. So still can be stay positive about Cressy, too, unless you've been talking to too many minor leaguers. And it might not be. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can uh, <laughs> we can leave that alone. <laughs> Some inside jokes here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they're gonna have, if this kind of shit's gonna happen, let it happen now. Let it happen to to the Chirinoses of the team. You know, Zach Britton's a big blow, but like I said, for a couple months, whatever. Let's just take a deep breath, stay positive. This team's gonna stay healthy this year. I have a really I'm telling you, man, all around, it's not just a it's not just like a, a gimmick here. I do feel positive about this team. I think they're gonna have a great year. I think they're gonna stay healthy. Right. Um the bullpen is gonna be a little hampered right now, but I mean, you know, there's a guy, uh Luke is lucky who's having uh, a tremendous spring. I mean you know, you just you stick him on the roster for a couple weeks, see how he does, see if he can fill some innings. You know, uh, again, I got into an art, not not a full blown argument, but you know, somebody tweeted at me like, "Oh, I can't believe Luis Sessa is still on this team," and it's just like, I don't understand why Luis Sessa, and we were guilty of it at times, but I think I kind of settled down with Luis Sessa. I don't understand why he's such a whipping boy for the fans. Luis Sessa is what Luis Sessa is, and I think he. He fills his role pretty well. And the problem is, and we talk, how many times do we talk about this? When guys get pushed past what they're supposed to be yes. is when we have a problem with it. Like when CC Sabathia had to be a second or yeah. third starter. When Dick Bag up in Minnesota had to be a second or third starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, if Guardy has to be a starting outfielder this year, you know, then, then these guys are not in their roles. So, like, Luis Sessa, if the Yankees leave him alone in his role, I think he fills his role well. And I don't. And you're not going to have eight elite-level relievers in your bullpen. You're just not going to. Somebody's going to have to be a guy that goes in there and has to hold the game at, at 8-5 to five when you're losing. Or if you're up 10-2 to two, to not have to go to your big arms, somebody has to do that. And I think Luis Sessa does it pretty well. Here's the thing with Luis Sessa. He actually, you know, hit, first of all, get it out of your mind that Luis Sessa is going to be anything more than just an average guy that can come in, you know, have good days, have bad days, and he is what he is. Luis Sessa is what he is. He's nothing more and really nothing less, right? Which goes to your point of keep him in his role. But here's the thing with Luis Sessa. He actually had a very good year last year. If you go back and really look at some of the bigger outings that he came in, he did his job. And the one thing I'll say about the Yankees that they've that they've really been consistent with is that you can be an okay player. You don't have to be a superstar, but if you're reliable, 
they're going to keep you around for a pretty long time. And Luis Sessa has been a guy that they've been able to call on every single year. And they like that about him. They like that that they know Luis Sessa can be ready to go at any moment. And he's not going anywhere. And you know what? The Yankees need they need a Luis Sessa this year. They need him. They need him to to do his to really perform his role well this year. Right. So, you know, hopefully in the, it, Britain's back sometime in June. You just, and if you need, because you're going to have, look at this, you're going to have Chapman, Green, O'Day, Wilson. That's going to be the top of the bullpen, right? If you need somebody to step up, maybe Nick Nelson gets hot. Maybe Sessa gets hot. You know, uh is still out there. You know, you hopefully while Britain's out, somebody steps up, gets hot for a couple weeks, and they take, you know, and they can fill some big innings. But I think really... It is a blow, but, you know, you can get by for a few weeks with uh, O'Day, Wilson, and Green behind Chapman. I don't see why you can't. And, and again, we've. I think the Yankees are going to make Herman the fifth starter. I don't want them to because, again, I think he really is going to be suited really well for the bullpen. But, you know, it, it, with Britain being out, that just goes – that would just add to where we need um, – you know, Herman the most, but to me, it seems like he's going to be in the rotation. It's probably going to be Cole, uh, Kluber, Tyone, uh, Montgomery, and Herman to start the season. So that looks like to me that Davey Garcia is going to be in Scranton to start the year, which sucks, but you know, that's just the way it is at this point, I guess. You, you mentioned the wise ago. Did him and A-Rod get into like an argument or something this past week? Because I read a headline and I was scrolling quick and I just saw J Lo no, and A Rod. No, we don't call him that. Oh, oh, okay. Thought that was like a nationwide thing. No, no one calls him that. No, but apparently they're they're not broken up. They put out a statement today that said that the reports that they broke up are inaccurate. Ooh, saving face. A Rod saving he face. Didn't, he didn't bang that chick on that TV show that everybody was reporting. Who was reporting it? Bob Nightingale. <laughs> I don't know. Bob Nightingale's a people, right? I heard people reported it. I don't know. Bob who's Nightingale's the, who's the, guy the kiss who kept, of death. Who kept saying like um, a player, like he said, Brantley went to the Blue Jays. Right, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was him. Yeah, a lot of people got him. a lot of things wrong this offseason. Yeah, really. But they bad, really, really trolled bad people. Really trolled uh, Nightingale hard after the Bauer thing. Yeah, uh, Nightingale's yeah, the kiss them. of death. If Nightingale says someone's coming to your team, they're not coming. <laughs> they're not a coming. So, you know, we're just hoping that, uh, you know, we're not hoping. We know Zach Britton's going to be back in due time, and he's going to be Zach Britton because it's, uh, like we said, all rise all the time. That's what we're doing this year. And um, speaking of all rise, I know it's not a stand, uh, not judge, but Jesus Christ, did you see that home run stand hit the other night? Oh, my God. God, God. dude. I don't get Woody's from preseason home runs, but Jesus Christ. I That was... (laughs) Dude, that was something else, man. I'll say I, this: like, just like with Gary Sanchez, you like to. It's not that you're getting like excited, like because they're winning after a home run. You're getting right. excited because you're like, this is great to see right now. Because if again, baseball is. I wish there was some type of study guys can do, of like how much baseball is just confidence and your mindset at the time. Cause like, if, oh, I, didn't Yogi Berra do a study on that? Did he? 
Did he? Ninety percent of the game is half mental. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that was him. that was the theory. Um, but like <laughs> to see these guys do this now is exciting because you hope they just carry that into the season. And one thing though, not to not to be negative or to say don't be positive about it. Just remember that the Yankees tend to do this sometimes, and then when they come back up north with the colder weather. Their bats do get a little cold. They take a little time before they gel. But it's still better than the alternative of them all just shitting the bed right now. I mean, it's still good to see. I know I've said this numerous times, not only on this show, but on Twitter as well, that I don't even care if I see John Carl stand until like mid-September, if he's just going to come out and rake like he did in October this year. But then I see that home run, and I'm just saying to myself, we can get 135 games from this guy. Dude. A full healthy season. Well, we kind of think Glaber, Glaber went deep right after him. I think it was yeah back he back. did. We yeah. kind of did a couple years ago, but he wasn't one hundred percent healthy. But he did no. carry this fucking team, dude. Like no one wants to nice admit stretch. it. No one wants that to admit slam it. Slam was nice. Maybe in five years from now, after they win a World Series or two, people will will be okay with going back to Stanton's first year here and really taking a look at what he did when everyone was injured on this team. And you yeah, got to give they, Andujar credit, too. I mean, he did, too. I mean, uh, that at-bat against Kimbrel and uh, when they were trying to rally in Game 4 was absolutely brutal. Oh, yeah, uh, and I'm not talking postseason. I'm talking no, about but the that's regular what people season. Are gonna, yeah, but that's what people are going to remember. About and they that should, year. and they should. I'm just saying give him a little credit of his one full season he's had here. Right. He, he did, did He did carry the yeah. team for a while, and then he got hurt himself. And then uh, he didn't, but, you know, again, with Stan, you know, it's like, and then what happened? Like, did he just say, like, oh, hey, guys, I played through it last year, so I'm going to take these next two years off? No. I mean, <laughs> some of them have been freak injuries. I think a lot of it had to do with his workouts and, and, the, and the amount of muscle this dude has. Like, when you have injuries where he was getting injured and then maybe not having the proper workout, you know, training, whatever you want to call it, to come back because we saw so many guys come back when they thought they were good and then get hurt again. A guy like Stanton's like 10 times more at risk for getting re-injured because of his body type. So like maybe with with Cressy and, you know, Stanton's new workout this year, maybe he stays healthy. Maybe if he does go down, it's not as long and he recovers quicker. And when he comes back, he's actually healthy again. So that's what you got to hope for with Stanton. Right, so that was Wednesday night, I believe. Uh, we're recording. It's about eight o'clock on Saturday night. Um, earlier today, the Yankees beat the Pirates. Uh, DJ LeMayu hit a home run in that game, but I think the big story from that game is Corey Kluber pitched four innings. They gave up a couple runs, but it was nice to see the Yankees left him out there a little bit to uh, get his pitch count elevated, work out of some jams. So for a guy that hasn't pitched in a couple years to get some work in, that was a good, that was a good day at the office for Corey Kluber. So, and remember um, for, for veterans like Kluber, like Garrett Cole, the off season, I mean, spring training, at, at least in the beginning is nothing more than just working out your mechanics, making sure your stuff is there and, and getting ready to gear to amp up for the regular season. I, don't know I didn't realize this. this. Go ahead, Roy. If it was the second or the third inning, though, but he was kind of starting to, he was, he was throwing a lot of pitches and 
getting into a bit of a jam, but then it was the third inning. He, he started struggling. It was the third bit, third yeah. inning. He had one out, runners on, but then he threw that sinker and he got a ground ball. That you're going to see that a lot this year from Kluber. When he's on, he's getting ground outs. Yeah. So and there's a few. Yeah, I was just going to say take, the biggest thing for for pitchers isn't so much the stuff getting there; it's the stamina. I mean, it, it takes a while. So. For this guy to not have pitched, don't look at this outing and give up a few runs and go crazy. This guy knows what he's fucking doing. He's been doing it for a long time, and he's been doing it at a, at a very high level. Just be happy that he got his work in and he feels good. So I didn't realize this, but there's a couple of Yankee connections on the Pirates outside of the trade for Jamison Tyone this year. Some guy that I don't know if you heard of him or not, Um it was kind of a big deal about in 1998. He took a picture with Derek Jeter at Yankee Stadium. He may or may not have won a Little League World Series. Something about Tom's River is popping up in yeah, my head. Yeah, Tom's River. It sounds familiar. He's on that. He's on the uh, Pirates trying to make that squad. Uh, also, Charlie Hayes' kid is mm-hmm. on the Pirates. I knew that. And I see that. That's cool. We're friends the, on Facebook. Uh, the, um, the Pirates have, I forget his last name. But they have a left-handed O'Neal Cruz, right? O'Neill Cruz. Do you know why yeah. he's named O'Neill Cruz? Mm-hmm. Paul O'Neill. He's named after Paul O'Neill. Yes, Paul O'Neill's is six Paul, foot Paul O'Neill's is a strange eight or father. Six foot seven. I think he's six foot eight. He's a six foot he's eight. He's a shortstop. tall, skinny left-handed batter. Does he know who his father mm-hmm. is? Because yes, maybe Paul and his mom, Mister Cruz. Oh, Mister Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. You know, it's starting to pay attention to the lineups in spring training a little bit uh, this past week. Today's lineup is what I would classify maybe as the opening day lineup outside of uh, Guardy who played left field and Frazier was on the bench today. But, you know, not that, again, I'm going to take Aaron Boone out of his word that Clint Frazier is starting left fielder. But until part of you is like, until I see it happen. Mm-hmm. 100%. So. This was this was really really uh, if you don't want to call it the A plus lineup this was the A lineup today. Uh, a couple interesting things after we talked about it last week. Uh, who's going to back up at first base? Derek Dietrich and uh, uh, Jay Bruce both uh, had a first baseman's glove uh, and started games at first base uh, during the week. So. The Yankees are at least. I don't know if anybody on the Yankees listens to the pod, but after we brought it up, it was uh, interesting that both guys got a turn at first base during the week. Uh, Mike Ford's got to go. I don't care. How about Gio at shortstop? He plays shortstop yet? <laughs> no, I don't believe that one actually happened, Ryan. Oh, uh, they didn't put they didn't put him at shortstop yet. Notice how many? I mean, did you notice how many tweets went out this past week? That was like, look, guys. Wade sucks at the plate, but the Yankees need him as a middle infielder, so he's definitely going to make this team over anyone over over Diet Rich. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. that sounds it's, verbatim. It's just it's just common sense. These guys don't even know what his name is. They call him Diet Rich. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're going to need yeah, Bruce, to really Bruce know what didn't his look name too, is. Bruce didn't look too good though. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he I had a tough tough I play see on the, game. the one. But I just found not it interesting bad. that the Yankees Service had. Look, man, I guess that's all you're really hoping for is to not butcher a game at first base to where the Yankees actually lose it. You're really kind of maybe only hoping for six or seven innings out of a guy like that at, if you're going to give him a start. Yeah. So, uh, again, 
to me, and we'll, you know, we're going to read some, uh, what the fans had to say in a moment here, not to, because we did a long segment on it last week, not to go too deep into it. Um, to me, it's almost like you're, you got four spots and three are spoken for Wade, Guardy, and uh, Higashioka. And it's going to be a combination of Ford. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of the three guys Ford, Bruce, or, or Dietrich is going to be that fourth guy. Can I just I ask see you how question. Mike talk? Can I ask you a question? Who okay. do, because I think this is a legitimate question. Who do you think is more deadly off the bench offensively in a big spot? Bruce or 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 Diet Rich? Probably I would I would I would want Jay Bruce up in that spot. So for me, like I wouldn't know. If that's the if that's the answer the Yankees have, right? Obviously our answer doesn't matter. If that's the answer the Yankees have, you're not keeping Jay Bruce here as a backup first baseman in a sense of you're starting this guy at first base when Voigt needs a day off. To me, at least, that, that's not how I see it. I see it as if Voigt needs a full day off, you move DJ there because you're most comfortable with that. You're putting Wade in who you're very comfortable with in the middle infield, and you're more utilizing Jay Bruce as a guy who's coming in off the bench in big spots or – a guy who is coming in if, God forbid, you know, Voight gets injured or something. But Bruce is more there to me because you have a guy like DJ who can fill that spot and is probably more competent than either one of the two at first base. To me, it Jay Bruce is going to be there offensively to be the guy you're bringing in in a big spot. But we've talked about this. I don't like having one of my starters be the backup for another position. I want a guy on the bench that can come in. in. <clears throat> yeah, but... Christian, you have to understand something. And Christian's frozen. I don't know if he's going to come back to us. Okay, he's back. He's good. You have to understand something, though. Anyone can play first base. So it doesn't matter. It's like a carousel. Right. Yeah, I was about it, to say that. Like, We're talking about the first Pretty base much position. everyone out there in the field, when they go over the defensive alignment of everyone, it should say, like, Clint Frazier in left field slash first. Like, what are their positions? Left field slash first base. Glaber Torres, shortstop slash first base. I don't know. I know base. you don't play. I don't know you. Play, you don't, you probably don't play video games anymore. I really don't. But I don't. I'm probably going to pick up the show this year and not play it like show. I did for the last couple of years. But I heard a new feature to make the game more realistic is that everybody's backup position is first base. Perfect. Like it'll like it says. It says. Um, it says Aaron Judge, right field, first, first base. base. It says Garrett exactly. Cole, starting pitcher, first, first base. base. Yep, because yeah. it's just an arbitrary position where someone just has to has to have two eyes, uh, a couple arms. You could have one leg because Voight only played on one foot last year. Um, no, no, no. You need two legs. But you can only you can, and you, can you need to have a semi-functional brain um, and, and somewhat uh, coherence to just stand but, there and really just catch a ball once in a while. Chris, though, wait, because. With your theory, right, you're saying that Jay Bruce is going to be, if he does make this team, he would be used as an offensive weapon off the bench, and you would say that LeMahieu would slot over to first base, and then Wade would be your defensive uh, fill-in when LeMahieu has a day off. But then don't you see that scenario playing out where Tyler Wade is playing way too many games this year because he's not only going to be LeMahieu's backup, he's also Glaber Torres' backup. I so think- what do you do? What do you do when Glaber Torres wants a day off? I needs think a day you're going to so see. Then you're playing Tyler Wade twice the amount if that's the I way I think that for the first thing. half of the season, though, Rye, you're going to see that with a lot of guys. 
you're going to see a lot, a lot of guys get a lot of time off, which is why we were saying a couple weeks ago, Gardy's going to get a lot of games in this year. Even if he never becomes a starting outfielder, he's going to still play close to 100 games because they're going to be very cautious with these guys. They haven't played 162-game season now in a couple years, and they're already cautious with their players. They're going to... You're going to see Tyler Wade get a lot more playing time than he probably should over the first mm. few months of the season anyway. I'm just saying you're not keeping a, a backup first baseman on your bench just because he's a better defensive first baseman than the other one. And, and look, don't get me wrong. If How do you say it for real? Dietrich? Right. No, Dietrich? that's Dietrich. 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 All right, Dietrich. If, don't get me wrong. If he's a competent hitter, right? Which he he he's a pretty good. You're hitter. absolutely right. And he's an elite first defensive first baseman. Then it's then you know what? Then at that point you're saying you know what he brings me more value than at that point. But because right. you're up in the air with both of them, then at that point you're left with nothing more than to say okay. Then who's then offensively is where I'm keeping them. Who's more valuable offensively? And then I'll play. I'll piece it together from there. And it becomes Jay Bruce in my opinion. That. I don't know if you mentioned this because when you talk for more than like thirty seconds, I zone out. Um, at first base, I know you don't, uh, uh, but at first base, I can live with somebody not being elite defensively at as my backup. So that's why, right. like, you're entertaining the idea of Bruce or Dietrich as your exactly. backup. But at shortstop, my backup's got to be defensive minded. Of course, that's it, why Tyler Wade's the backup. Of Tyler course, Wade's because because a backup for a shortstop is not an offensive backup. It, just like the position itself is not an offensive position. You have a backup shortstop no, or middle infielder yeah, because, because you I need a you guy. Can't two, you can't be hitting 210 as a shortstop anymore. Those it was that way for a no, long time. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, is that you have a backup shortstop or second baseman, a guy who plays up the middle because they're elite defensively, not because, oh my God, he's a great fucking hitter. Because guess what? If he was a great fucking hitter, that he was that good, put him at first base. Let him start at first base. Fuck it. Right? All right so, oh, Torres is the first baseman now. No, what, I, what I'm saying, yeah, may, Cause, hey. Because we got to find a way to get Miguel Andujar on the team so we can slide Gio over to... Sh- now we're playing. Now we're playing video games. Now we can slide Gio over to shirt, uh, short. Miguel Andujar can play uh, third base. Perfect. Uh, nobody really likes Luke Voigt anyway. This, despite the guy really taking leadership and uh, leading his team last year, uh, so we can get rid of him. We make him a bench player. No, you know right? what we should do with him. I have a great idea. I have a great idea. Let's take let's take Luke Voigt and create a new position. It's it it he'll position right behind Gary Sanchez. For any pass ball that Gary Sanchez has, Luke Voigt stands there without a glove and just takes one right off the chest. That's and actually, that, that's actually a good idea. You know, can you, can you start in like, foul uh, territory? What's that movie? Billy, not Billy Madison. What's the other movie he did? The golf movie. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. When he goes into batting cages. Yes, and he just exactly. Takes them off the, yeah, that's okay. exactly. It's all Luke Voigt has to do to prepare for the season. Yeah, we need a backup catcher back there. We need a backstop back catcher. Yeah, behind that's a good idea behind Sanchez. You're honest, on and then everyone will be happy, right? Voight will be taking shots to the fucking face with no with no helmet, and Gary Sanchez they can complain that he has too many pass balls. He's having a kid anyway, Luke Voight. So you know he'll be have to be oh, away from top the team priority, for, and he'll have to be away from the team for a week. So you know, might as well count him out now. Yeah, selfish. Uh... Like not like 
knock your wife up when you can have the baby in the off season. Like it's not that hard. It is. That's well, a, no pun intended. <laughs> right. Speaking from somebody that just snaps his fingers and the uh, new baby's on the way. Apparently. Not right now. Nope. No one look at me. Ryan looked up like, is he having another kid? No. Uh, we got Dunkle Ryan over there. Drunkle Ryan. <laughs> Are you drunk on the pot again? <laughs> no, I'm not drunk. No one knows. We, we all have been left in the dark here, but Ryan actually uh, has a drinking problem now. He's just constantly yeah, guys. He's constantly drunk. Yeah, I'm actually doing this pod from rehab. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. I knew that something looked different about your room today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crappy Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, so like we were saying, like I found it a little interesting that uh, Dietrich and uh, Bruce uh, got to, got a turn at first base this week. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I, dude, I please, 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 just not Mike, Mike Ford. Ford. Just not Mike <laughs> Ford. Let me tell you something, man. It if can't Mike, be Mike Ford, Ford is even part of, truly part of the equation, like that's just that's just that's like okay. That's like saying what's three plus two plus zero, right? The zero, the zero is meaningless. It's just there to kind of throw you off a little bit. Mike Ford's the zero right now. He's just there to fucking hang out, eat a couple hot dogs in the dugout, distract people, right? And, and annoy the team. And really he's just, he's just there as a placeholder to kind of throw you off a little bit and keep you on your toes. Right. I'm sure he's a cool bro to hang out with. Pound some beers, you know, take, you know, do some tequila shots. I want to be watching uh, the game with Mike Ford. I don't want to be watching Mike Ford in the game. That's is really, that's, you should, you should tweet that. I want to be watching the game <laughs> with Mike Ford. I don't want to watch Mike Ford in, in the, the game. game. That's, that's a solid tweet. That's a good tweet right there. Uh, but I tweeted it, I tweeted it. but, um, I forgot what I was going to say now. I completely forgot. What were we talking Mike about? Ford. Mike Ford, Mike Ford. Exactly. Right, Mike Ford. He's I'm sure yeah, I'm sure he's a real cool bro. The guy you want to hang out with, the guy that you want to watch the game with. Yeah, but, fucking scranton. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. So and he's a, he's a local guy. He went to Princeton, you know, he had a major league home run. Cool story. So he's schmott. But, <laughs> so we're done though. We're done, Mike. It's over. It's yeah. over, Mike. Come meet me at the stadium. I'm I'm close to Somerset. That's a gorgeous stadium. My college played there. How Gorgeous. Are close, how are you close to there? We I played. Know. We played there, Chris. Down. Yeah, it's you remember a, that? Yeah, it's a gorgeous stadium. I I, I love pitching off that mound, man. That's I'm, go- I'm gonna I'm gonna probably camp out there. If you I'll tell you what, sure. guys, we gotta we gotta try and plan this if if um, people are allowed at the stadiums. But I'm I'm literally right around the corner from the Blue Claws Stadium, which is Philly's affiliate. If mm-hmm. Didi gets hurt, we gotta we gotta plan. Is that his in, comeback? Is that in Pennsylvania? No, no, it's right around the corner for me down here in Howell, New Jersey. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm Somerset's in obviously in Jersey, so there's no uh, there's no COVID testing required to go to sporting events in New Jersey. So right, right. I'm just so against that. Like, why? What's the point? Well, here's my thing. Then you can't. I'm just going to come out and catch say it. Co- so the game's on on Sunday. You got to go get COVID tested on Thursday. You can't catch COVID in three days. Here's I'm just going to come out and say it. Are they taking your negative test and like calling your doctor and confirming the negative test? No, like, no. Or is this just according like, to 
According to Evan Roberts, because he went, he's going to the Brooklyn Nets game. Okay. And it's obviously, Brooklyn's in New York. Okay. There's an app where your ticket is on this app, and then the doctor's office sends, or the oh. testing agency sends the, the test result to the app. So when they scan your barcode, it shows negative oh, test. God. Here's your ticket. Oh God! Because I was just gonna honestly, I have I have a negative test and a positive because I got tested months before I was positive. I was just gonna freaking Photoshop that thing. Be like, yep, here's my negative test. Boom. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm sorry. Right, because I'm sure that they were anticipating people like you being out there. Be like, exactly. Oh, here's my fake I, ID. And let me just get. Let me just say this: If I didn't have COVID already, like if I didn't get it, I would not do that. I would, I would. You feel like you, you're allowed to because you had COVID. Yeah, like, like if Ryan I, or I did it, it would be fucked. I up. would never do it and like put people at risk. I'm not like that, but because I had it, COVID, it, I was definitely gonna it. do it for sure. Not in COVID. I'm people. a stronger Stacy. I didn't get COVID. I do yeah, still no. have a COVID hookup <laughs> though for you if you want to get tested real quick. I, okay. I don't. That's why I probably won't be going to Yankee Stadium this year. Mm. It's just too much for a baseball game for me. Like, that's just too much. And then I feel like it might get stressful. What if you don't get the test results in time and you're worried about that? Then you just want to go to the game. You're spending money on a test. And it's not spending cheap. Spending money on a beer. Yeah, yeah, it's not like. Exactly. I don't know. I'm Whatever. not doing it. Cuomo's got a lot of other things to worry about. Oh, and right you now. want to know what else is fucked up? I, after having COVID, by the way, I, I was, the CDC calls you or, or the state health department of the CDC Whatever it is, they call you and they they kind of just go over your symptoms with you because for data purposes, whatever. And one of the one of the things they tell you before you hang up the phone is if you have to get tested again, like to go back to work or something, if your boss is requiring that, if they're requiring a negative test before you go back, they they let you know that after having it, you can test positive for it for up to three months, if not more. So like. Fuck, I just had it not too long ago. What if I go to get my test? Because I think my wife got tickets early in April to go to a game. What if I'm still testing positive for COVID, but I don't really have it? I don't think you can go then. That's fucking crazy, man. You I'm get sorry. A refund? You think you get a refund? No. You fucking think they're talk- thinking about refunds right now? Man, this no way. Is a fucked up situation. No way. Yeah, I don't know how how people are getting tickets right now when they haven't even really figured anything out at this at this point. Yeah, no way. That's why I t- that's why I told my cousin. My cousin was showing me pictures of seats that are on sale in secondary market, and I was like, "These people are selling tickets that don't even really exist right now." So if everyone's if everyone's negative in the stadium, right? Everyone just got tested. We're all negative. Can we like hang out and talk and hug and stuff? No, no. Just go ahead. just ask him for a friend. You wouldn't be able to do that even if you everyone in the stadium was fully vaccinated. I don't think right now. No, I know. No touching. No touchy. No touchy. Touchy. Rem- no remember touchy. the uh, no touching. Remember, yeah, from Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. Yeah. No touching. That, that show fell off the fucking rails, huh? I never even finished it. Yeah, it it really sucked on Netflix. Yeah, it they, sucked they when it went over. It. But that show was so fucking good before that. Oh, the first few. The first three seasons of that show are so. Should never. I mean, people got all all pissy because it got canceled, and like they only really did two and a half seasons. But they should have just never touched it. Don't it touch it. Yeah. Sh- all right. So, um, 
they touched it. Next week, uh, if you guys want to look ahead here, uh, we're going to give up. We're going to give our uh, our lineups. We're going to do what what we what we would personally want, not what we Ooh. think the Yankees will do. What we personally would want as the starting lineup. Because if I look at the schedule here, I love that we, we can actually look ahead here. Um, the Yankees have one full week of uh, actually they have uh, two more full weeks of spring training. And then on, uh, so we'll be back the weekend of the 21st, 20th, 21st there. That's Saturday, Sunday. And then when, after we record that, there will be one full week of um, spring training left. And then when we come back on the weekend of the 27th, 28th, you know what we will be fucking doing? You know what we will be doing? Think about how close this is. We will be previewing the fucking season. Yeah. Because then on April 1st, there will be fucking Major League Baseball. The season will be back. It's that we have come, you know, fingers crossed, God willing, that, you know, we've in the last year we've seen a lot of crazy shit happen. So we're still going to hope that we're still on track here. But guys, we have two more shows left after today before we are actually talking about real legitimate baseball games so yeah. next week we're going to give up uh, we're going to give our uh our um our lineups because then the following weekend we're gonna we're gonna preview everything and break everything down like we usually do i like that so so before we uh, get into a little bit of fun here uh let's see what the fans had to say we'll just uh we'll just read a couple of things here we'll, we'll read the actual tw- read the actual tweet i don't think you uh, Chris's mom is a hoe. Not Ryan's mom, my mom. Just, just your mom, not Ryan's mom. She's a hoe, faux show. Ryan gets so Ryan gets so triggered, but I don't know why. It's not his mom. It's not his mom. Just Chris's mom. Just my, my mom. older brother. Taught him everything he knows. All right. So the NYYST pod question, uh, podcast Twitter question of the week. Assume that Kyle Gashioka and Brett Gardner are givens, and the Yankees are carrying only four bench players. Which two players are taking the final bench spots? Gary Sanchez. All right, so I'm I I am so stunned that somebody didn't reply with Gary Sanchez. Stunned. <laughs> well, if they're Honestly, taking Gashioka, like, obviously he's the starter. <laughs> Gary Sanchez will probably be a bench player, only because Chirinos is hurt. I'm I'm really surprised no one answered that. But uh, here, we'll just get, we'll say, here we go. We'll start with R. Scott Tilly. In my opinion, it's, Wade is the other is another lock. He has nobody else that can back up at shortstop. And he says Bruce appears to have the uh, lead on the last spot. So that, what, I think that's what we both, we all have, right? Wade and Bruce. Do you eat Chinese food tonight? No, I had, I had fried chicken. You have an agita. Usually when you have a bad agita like this, you eat Chinese food. No. Uh, Ed Breen says Wade and Talkman. Uh, Talkman. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, s- that's a possibility, though. I, I don't see it. Uh, I don't. It's definitely not happening. But <laughs> Zach the Bad <laughs> Shepherd. Wonder when he's going to have his baby face turn. He's going to be Zach the Good Shepherd. Mm. But he's got Jay Bruce and Mike Talkman, which I don't see happening at all. That's definitely not happening. Uh, too many outfielders on this team, dude. Yeah, where's your backup infielder? <laughs> what are we gonna do on when the guys need a day off? Just play our whole outfield and the. Nah, it's a great, I it's ta- a great I suggestion. Chris has been non-existent in the group chat all week, but Ryan and I were talking about this. 
that on MLB the show, all you have to do is is edit position, and then you can play a guy at a different position. Yeah. Except for the last time I played, you can't really do that anymore because like. If you stick, let's say, guardy at catcher, where like in years past it would be okay, they don't catch the ball anymore. It's a pass ball all the time. So it's like it's like Gary Sanchez is everybody at that point. Is that what's happening to to reality, right? Like to baseball fans right now? Have video games become during during COVID? Have video games become so prominent that people are forgetting to separate video games from the real world? We're starting to merge into the machines. Now right. we have two machines on the Yankees. Right. Geo's our backup shortstop. Dietrich's going to maybe play short a little this year. <laughs> Talkman's right, on the team. And I and no, and I I've kidding. been gui- I've been guilty of it. Like if there was uh there was multiple players at the same position that I wanted to play in a video game, I would edit their position and stick them somewhere. But yeah, like, because it's a video game, right? So like, that's what people think you can do with Gio Rochella. Like, oh, we'll edit position and he can be our shortstop this year. Yeah, I Fuck fucking it. pinch ran. I I had I I benched John Carlos Stanton was on first. I took him out. I put Garrett Cole and he was my pinch runner for him. I fucked yeah, around. Fuck it. So we'll, maybe that's wait, what they, they I have should, a quick maybe, question. Why, why can't they just have maybe Chad Green could maybe play first base this year too? You could just have he could play multiple positions this year. This pitchers. is this is a serious question, real quick. Who's the Yankees' emergency catcher? I forget who it was. Greg Bird. It was Greg it was, Bird, I think right? Oh, speaking of Greg Bird, did you see Mr. Probably March had a walk-off home run today? Mr. Oh, that March, that was a walk-off. Mr. March, he's really living up to that name, man. We should do shirts of Greg Bird's face, and it just says Mr. March on it. Mr. March. Mr. March. Arby Beltran says he realistically thinks it's going to be Wade and Bruce, but he would pick Bruce and Dietrich. Uh, again, nobody there to play shortstop. Uh, who else? If Tyler Wade doesn't make this team, I'll 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 He's issue like a ten minute apology dude. on on on, on his here. behalf. So we got we got Martin so Michael Thomas saying stuff like this. Chris Northrop and uh, Nick Barishol say Wade and Bruce. Billy Styles says Wade and Talkman. We got tra- uh, Travis Chittum saying Bruce and Wade. Um, Jay Rosen. Bloom says uh, Wade and Dietrich. She says Bruce is only breaking camp if Stanton, Judge, or Voigt get injured because you you decided that you were going to not be positivity only and wanted to throw in injuries there. A lot, so, of, a lot of Talkmans. A lot of Talkmans. I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Edison Norford can't give us two people. He's got to give us three. So there you go. Anyway, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that that was that was a dud. Just so know. you guys know, before we get to this next segment, if you copy and paste the list of what we're doing right now to a notepad on your phone, to the notepad, the notes app, you can then highlight the entire list and then click. There should be uh, there should be like a check mark button. After they're all highlighted, and then it turns into where you can check them off as we go. You'll see like a blank circle to the left of all the all the movies we're about to talk about, where you can check them off because we're doing like a, a draft right now. Just so everyone listening knows what I'm explaining. Can you read that? Can you read what that says there? It says f- "fuck you." Yeah, that's what it says. 
All right, so basically, the this idea came to me because uh, I actually took part in one of these things. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Joe Maniello. Uh, I retweeted it early uh, on Friday night. I was part of the '80s movies uh, draft where you sixty-four. Uh, you do a bracket of sixty-four. You you pick your movies, and then whatever wins wins. Uh, this guy he doesn't listen to the show, so I could talk shit about him. It's it's okay. It was like. Oh, don't at anybody where you can influence the outcome of the poll. So, obviously, I drafted First Blood, which was a whole big argument because the guy didn't know it was a Rambo movie, and then he's arguing with me that he was going to call it Rambo. And I'm like, the movie's not fucking named Rambo. It's First Blood. He's like, well, no one's going to know that it's a Rambo movie. Well, that's their fucking problem then. The movie's been out for 35 fucking years. Like... We're not going to, whatever. That was a whole big deal. And then you got, you got to watch my movies. Right. And then he, uh, you guys know, you ever heard of a movie called Tootsie? Yeah. I don't know. That's right. So he paired my rain man sequel. He, 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 (laughs) uh, he bracketed uh, first blood with Tootsie and then, and then added a guy with over 200,000 followers that would vote for Tootsie and get people to vote for Tootsie. And now first blood is losing because he did. So you that. got, you got Tootsie rolled. I got Tootsie rolled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I put, I put uh, our names on, a, on pieces of paper here and I put them in a mug and I'll shake it up and do it right on video. If we want to pick. I'll pick it out, I'll pick it out. Well, Chris has got to explain what we're doing now. You only explain. All right, so what we're doing here is, uh, I came up with 18 baseball movies. I looked at a bunch of different lists. Some of these movies are not on the list, but they're ones that I've seen and liked. Uh, as long as so you've seen up... and liked them. Well, who's running the show here? Oh, Mr. 3000 is on the list. I thought it was, I didn't see it. There. Dude, does anybody care? about Pride of the Yankees. I know it's a great movie, but it's from the fucking 1940s. Hell yeah, bro. What about the... Oh, it's on there. Nobody cares. I'm sorry. Nobody cares about a black and white movie unless it's Clerks. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So I picked 18 movies. We were originally going to do 15, but I realized that if we did 18, we could have uh, an even number of... uh, Because I'm going to do the first two rounds are going to be... Uh, three movies in each bracket, and then the final, uh, the championship match will be a two-movie square off. So uh, we're each gonna we're each gonna pick six movies, and then I'm gonna work on it. And then probably Tuesday we're gonna uh, come up uh, release the bracket, and uh, we'll start the voting on, it, and then we'll see what the fans want to vote as the best baseball movie of all time. Even though we left off, there's some, there. I will admit there are some glaring omissions, but this is meant. But it should be, be that be way because we gotta you gotta have a couple. Fucking, uh, you know, Chris Carter's yeah. on the. But we're drafting, and we're draft. We're not drafting based off of our favorite movies. We're drafting what we think others are well, going when? to. Do you oh, guys want to make a friendly wager I can't on this? Because no one answered me. Yes, I do. Can't, well, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. Bucks. No, I don't. I actually think that whoever wins should pick, be able to pick who. Uh, they give like a gift card to one of one of our main followers at the MIYST uh, podcast account at MIY Sports Talk because there might be people who listen who hate Christian or hate me or hate Ryan or like one nobody of us. Nobody hates Ryan. Whatever. Yeah, nobody hates me, dude. So like, yeah, that's true. So like, they'll. Nah, I'm just kidding. All There's they'll do is just vote for Ryan's movies to to beat us. Yeah. 
No, we, no, we can because because Twitter, Twitter, and and the pod are com, can be completely separate. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's make a friendly wager. So everybody, so we'll, so the winner gets. We'll just say the winner gets twenty bucks. This way, it's ten dollars each for each of us, right? That's fair. We'll Venmo the winner. The winner will get Venmo ten dollars from the two losers. Whoever's movie, it's not even going to be who gets. I know that Joe runs his polls that uh, it's a point system. But I'm not. I'm not going to be that involved in it. Whoever's movie makes it to the end. Whoever's movie, it could be like let's say Chris picks Bull Durham number one, and it's the and it wins, and that could be the only movie of his that wins a round. It doesn't matter. That's the winner. Chris wins. Okay. That, that everybody on in agreement with this, and this is going to be one of these bitch out things. Like Chris, who hasn't colored his fucking hair I, yet. I really don't. I really don't like that. What? That, whoever gets first pick is going to win then. That's not true. It's not true. That's it's, absolutely not true. You're overestimating true. Twitter. And I've been and I've been following enough of these and been involved in enough of these to know that people don't always vote by chalk. Sometimes they will. And that's why, like, in that 80s movie bracket thing that I was in, Joe would not allow any Star Wars movies because it would just be too obvious. Mm. But there I, are I there know, plenty, the rookies, plenty of upsets. The rookie is a lot. Can I? Can I please pick? Yeah, out just our pick news? the. F- I'm hungry, dude. Ready? I gotta eat something. Best dad ever. Yeah, right. Just kidding. You're good. You're a pretty good dad. Solid. Uh, of course. Me. Boom. Yeah. You watch staple me. in that one. How do I know you're not when you lifted it up out of the camera? You don't. I didn't do that the first time. You should pay there. attention more. I can't even see this who is I'm... Chris too. Christian. All right, I'm last. All right. That was reverse order, right? So I go first. Yeah, and let me just pick the last right, one. You don't have to pick. You don't have to. No, I just want to prove to you that I had your name in there. Got to do it. Got to do it. All right. <laughs> so do you guys want to? So we're just going to do one, two, three, and then we're going to yeah. go to the top. I'm Hang not a really out. big fan of the, of the of the snake drafts. So all right, ready? We'll go. Um, all right, let me get my uh, wait. Thing so here. what? So it's one, two, three, then back to the top. Yeah, I'm not a fan of snake drafts unless you guys want to overwrite me. On no, that. it's got to be. It's got to be one, the, two, three, I, three, I two, everything. one. It's got to be. That's the only right, fair fine. thing. Yeah, especially with with the way you have this set up. Mister Three Thousand will be my one. Can I read the list of names since I have them in front of me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Read, so the, read so read the available ones. movies are Bull Durham, A League of Their Own. Ugh. Field of Dreams, Eight Men Out, Moneyball, The Natural, The Sandlot, Major League, Summer Catch, The Bad News Bears, Rookie of the Year, Mr. 3000, Angels in the Outfield, 61, Major League 2, The Scout, 42, and The Rookie. Okay, can I go? Can I pick? One second, let me just get the draft board together here. I know what I... All right, so I got three, six, nine. Do I have this right? Three, six, nine. 12. I know what team I'm picking. I mean, I know what uh, I know what movie I'm going with first. I'm not. I'm telling you right now. I'm not drafting based on what I think is going to win. I, I can't do that. I'm I'm drafting on what movies I think are legitimate great movies, which aren't many on this list. So tell me when you're ready. 
Hold on one second. Like you had to go with Major League Two before you put in Pride of the Yankees. Yeah, because no one cares about a movie from 1940. Mm. You left a couple off here. So three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. You're lucky I put 42 on there. All right, that that movie sucked too. You ready? Can't you do yeah, this? After? All right, uh, 61. Definitely drafting that first. Best best baseball movie. One of the best movies even made baseball or not. I'm going 61. I agree. It is the best baseball movie, but it's not the most popular. I don't. I told you, I'm not picking most popular. All right, so I am going to take Major League. That's my pick at number two. Ugh. What are you guys doing? All right, go, right. Well, now I'm not sure because you guys didn't take the top three. You you guys have two that are not even going to finish in the top three. I disagree. So Major two. League is very I'll popular. Get the finals. And I chose. So I get the next two picks, right? And remember something. Our fan base. Yeah, you got the next especially, two picks. Especially on Twitter, all Yankee fans. I picked the Yankee centric. Oh, really? We don't do a Yankee podcast. So. I don't fucking know that shit. All right. Who are you picking, Ryan? Just think. Just remember. All right, just remember that the matchups are going to be up. set based on. Based on on how they're drafted, so if you if you want, uh, just remember that. So don't be like, oh, willy nilly, whatever. You know, pick your stronger movie first. Okay. Um, I'll go with the Sandlot and Bull Durham. All right, so you're going Sandlot. Let me write this down here. Sandlot and Bull Durham for SGR. Which will be the finals in this bracket? No. All right, so let me take these off here. Old Durham, Chris, you hate the Sandlot, but that's everyone's favorite baseball movie. That movie and fucking what? sucks. You're so stupid. Maybe you, maybe you would like it sucks, now that you have dude. kids, though. You no. haven't watched it since you have kids. No, no, that movie. All right, sucks. so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take. I hate this movie. I can never get into it, but. It's uh, if I'm picking for a win here, I'm going with Field of Dreams. All right, first of all, fuck you for taking my pick. Field of Dreams. And second of all, double fuck you for just saying that you don't really like that movie. Wow, what an all right, shut, shut your mouth. This is a great. This is a great idea, though. This is a cool. uh, Awful. All right, I'm kind of stuck between two here. I love Moneyball. Lucky for you, you have back to back. Oh yeah, right. Okay, Moneyball and Summer Catch. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot it matters how we pick. I'm going Summer Catch and then Moneyball. Hmm. Summer right. Catch and then Moneyball. Can't go wrong with oh, Freddie Prince see. Jr. No, I just re- I just watched that recently. That's such a good movie. It really so is underrated. a good movie. It really is underrated because What'd you take Moneyball? And Cape Moneyball. Cod League, right? I want to go to a Cape yeah. a Cape game, man. So that bad. All right, so I'm up, and I'm going to take the original Bad News Bears. <laughs> okay. All right, I have to Thanks. follow Chris's play. I have to follow Chris's playbook and and draft a movie that I is my favorite baseball movie. But I'll do that second since I have two picks. I'll go with. Wait, what did you just pick, Christian? Bad News. The Bears? Bad News Bears. All right, I'll go with the, the Natural. And my favorite baseball movie of all time i've seen it i can't i've so probably more than any other movie and that's rookie of the year good pick that's a that's the greatest baseball movie 
good late kid pick. Breaks his arm. <laughs> like and he could throw It's based games. on a true story, too. I used to wish that would happen to me. Yeah, it was. I forgot. <laughs> based on a true story. <laughs> Rosengardner. Take, all right, so we gotta take a look at what's left here. And I like I think a league of their own has a lot of legs in this, so this is a good value pick right here. That's a good pick. League of their own? Yeah. Okay, that leaves me. I'm definitely going with Angels in the outfield. Ah, uh, that was my pick. Faux show. Um, and this one's tough. I'm going to go with... I'm going to have to go with Major League 2. I think that's the smartest pick for me. Major League 2. All right, let's see here. Let me write that down here. Who's up? Christian's next now again. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read uh, off. I'll just read off to the listeners while you're doing that. Eight men out. Yeah. Mister Three Thousand. The Scout. Forty two and the rookie are left on the board. I think I've had the best draft so far. Yeah. Well, you know when you cheat and get the first pick. Oh ball, my God! You watched course. me fucking do it. Right. Because I didn't see you right. put a staple in there. I haven't been looking at the screen. The. Uh, the whole time. So, uh, what out of what's left here? Oof. Um, Pick your poison. Yeah, right. Uh, if I'm going for a win, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. I'll take. I'll take Mister Three Thousand. Oh, that was a terrible pick. Yeah, that was that was not really the smart pick. pick, dude. That was no, a you terrible had, you pick. Had two that were better, and the two that were better were eight men out and forty two. Yep, come to team, eight men out team, sucks, bro. Teammates, that move was terrible. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. What of do you that. want? All right, so take what. So you got two picks coming up here. Take them. I did. Eight men out. So what were they? Eight men out <laughs> and forty two. Forty two. So what am I going to leave Chris with? Here? You're going to leave me with the scout. Leave. He actually yeah, doesn't make totally. his. Uh, he doesn't I'm actually make. I'm shocked the rookie didn't get picked sooner. I am. That wasn't like a terrible. I'm movie. sure he was shocked he wasn't picked sooner. That's, that's why true. Yeah, that's him. why he was 50. Yeah, throwing yeah, no yeah. notes. You know what? No, you know what? Chris Jack Morris piece with of shit. I'll, I'll take the scout, and you can have the rookie. How okay. Thank you. I love my fucking draft. I really like my team. No, Christian so by far drafted so the worst. Says. Oh, not even close. And I will definitely win this one. I'm telling you. Nah, right now. you know right. your biggest problem, Chris. You bet. You 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 went drafted with your heart, and you went with 61 in your first round. Why did I do that though? Not only did I draft with my heart, but we're playing to Yankee fans. But They're gonna see 61 matter. and be no like, one knows what I gotta means. vote 61." I gotta vote sixty one. They don't know what they don't know who Roger Maris is. I asked the kid at my school. I said, "Do you know who Derek Jeter is?" He goes, "Who's Derek Jeter?" Oh, think about that. <laughs> That's Derek Jeter. Mm-mm. No, I said, "Get out of my face." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, Ryan? Every time we play a game on this show, Chris loses. So I mean, he cheated yeah. to get the first overall pick to get the best draft right uh he's the one that wanted to snake draft so he could back to back his picks um so we'll let him you know if he wins it's you got to make the next pick every single time and you chose uh, poorly 
it's uh you know what dude it's uh it's ten it's ten dollars that i'll i'll gladly give to chris for for uh thank you for years of abuse thank you but you know what he even though he bitched out of not having his hair colored he did get punched in the face when he was like really super come fat and died from it come, <laughs> come dye my hair come tomorrow okay why don't you do yeah. it yourself all right i will that wasn't the deal though ryan was gonna do it well, Ryan's been. Oh no, I have times. to do. It. Okay, I'll do. It. I promise, I'll do it in the next two. I'll do it was, before I, opening. I said I was going to as a tribute to opening day on that last show. You will see me. All with, right, but wait though, that would be. Funny, I will though, record it and we will dye, play. We'll play. A clip. Dye your mustache a little too, and then you got to shave everything but the stache. Okay, fine. You can't fucking grow a mustache. Let's, let's not make impossible yeah, requests here. You can't grow a mustache. 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 Little kitty. Yo. Right. <laughs> All right, so anybody that wants to see how this is going to shake out, I'm going to probably on uh, maybe Monday night I'll send Chris the, uh, the bracket so we can get a nice little graphic going, and uh, then Tuesday we can start the voting, and it'll be wrapped up by the time we hit the show next weekend. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk because that's where we're going to post the polls. I know last week I promised a little uh, maybe a giveaway, uh, but we'll do that next week because we did the, the draft this week, so we'll have a little fun with that next week. Um, all right, so that should wrap up episode 218 of the NYYST podcast. Ryan, I can see uh, you, you need a little Noxema there, pal. A little, uh, a little, yeah, okay. All right, so thank you for listening. Uh, stat guy, Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.